Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. How do you want the game of golf to remember Tom Weisskopf? Well, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I hope they look at uh, what I gave the game. Uh, the swing was a, a fundamental swing. I think that's important. Uh, but my architecture is just as important to me. Uh, I probably, uh, that's a, that's a heck of a hard question to answer. Uh, I, uh, I was an honest guy. I told it the way it was and, uh, nothing wrong with that, but, uh, I think I was a little bit misunderstood, but I, I won't, don't need to defend myself. I only need to defend myself in one instance. And that's where I made the mistake of, uh, going on the, uh, my final sheep hunt for the Grand Slam, you know, and I, and I gave up my position on the Ryder Cup team in, in 1977. But uh, that's why I did that. It was important to me. It was one of the things I look forward to at the end of the year. But, uh, you know, I played the game. Uh, it was important to play it correctly. I think I did that, and uh, my architecture will get its own reviews, but uh, I've enjoyed that. And I enjoyed the announcing part of it, Matt. Uh, I worked, uh, gee, I'm going to think six or seven years for CBS and ESPN, certain events, and that was enjoyable. Tom Weisskopf has passed. Tom Weisskopf is a major champion. As you just heard him describe from that interview in 2021, when you ask someone how they want to, the world to remember them, and this was when he was facing his surgery for his cancer, uh, I appreciate, I respect the fact that it was a difficult question to answer then. It is particularly poignant now when we are looking back only hours after getting the news of the passing of Tom. Now, we'll tell you this, tomorrow in its entirety, you're gonna be able to hear that interview with Tom Weiskopf as we would try to honor the memory of Tom Weiskopf with that entire show right here on the streaming digital program of Fairways of Life. I will also tell you that on our national show this weekend, we are also going to be featuring Tom Weiskopf. We were going to continue to feature our tour through Ireland. I'm actually live here today at the Bally Bunyan Golf Club. But instead, we're going to feature that interview with Tom Weiskopf because it is absolutely fascinating. He had an incredible impact on the game of golf in many ways, not the least of which is from the architecture standpoint. And I'm going to get into another clip from uh, Tom Weiskopf. Tom, Dom has pulled three different clips just for today's show. But again, tomorrow you're going to be able to hear the whole interview with Tom. And then the weekend show, the national broadcast show, which will be on our affiliates from coast to coast 
will be the full interview with Tom Weiskopf as well as we honor him. Uh, you know, in many ways, I can tell you it's, it's why we started doing the Fairways of Life show because, and this was going back now 16 years just for the Fairways of Life show. The reason why we wanted to start, large part of it was because many of the game's legends, at that time it would have been defined more by people like Arnold Palmer, were starting to get up there in years. And we wanted to make sure that we were able to honor their legacy. Uh, as I mentioned to you, I am delighted to be where I am right here. Uh, we're at the Bally Bunyan Golf Club. This is an incredible place. It is one of the game's high cathedrals, When it, certainly when it comes to Lynx golf. It's a really fun place to be. You can see that we're actually inside of the lobby of the clubhouse right now. You can uh, see the golf shop over my right shoulder and here over my left shoulder. These are many of the pictures of some of the names of players. You want to talk about greats. I I'll give you just a partial list of some of the players that have played here at Bally Bunyan. Byron Nelson, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Tom Watson, Lee Trevino, Ben Crenshaw, VJ Singh, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, Payne Stewart, Mark O'Meara, Phil Mickelson, Padraig Harrington, Sergio Garcia, Justin Rose, Martin Keimer, Graham McDowell, Adam Scott, Louis Tazen, Francesco Molinari, Darren Clark, and Stuart Sink. And while he has played here before. More recently, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy have played here. And when we have our national program airing on our trip to Ireland, we're going to talk about how Rory and Tiger played here in preparation for this year's Open at St. Andrews. Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns also came over here and played world number one in the form of Scotty Scheffler when he was here. It was an incredible day. For the latter two, I was actually here the day that they were playing. They were the group in front of us. And to have the number one player in the world playing Bally Bunny, and it was very cool. And it speaks to what you're looking at on your television screen, just how incredibly special this place is. It was, of course, special this week because it was week two of the FedEx Cup playoffs, the BMW Championship. And what a championship it was. Fortuitous, though, a bounce was on 17 for the defending champion and Patrick Cantlay. Uh, he, he took advantage of the fortuitous bounce and was able to channel it into victory. So let's start with this. Our Fairways of Life PGA Tour radio recap this week was anchored by Earl Forsey and Mark Wilson. And guys, uh, a champion came back and defended, first one to do it in the modern FedEx Cup era to defend one of the FedEx Cup playoff events. And I wouldn't say necessarily it was just wild, but it was certainly wildly entertaining. Well, Matt, thanks. 47 events for this wraparound schedule. We just have one more to go, and what a bunch of drama there was at the BMW Championship in Delaware over the weekend alongside five-time winner in the PGA Tour, Mark Wilson, was our analyst this week. Mark, let's start with a winner. For the first time ever, a player has successfully defended a win in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Patrick Cantley gets it done again at the BMW Championship. It's so hard to back up a, a great season like uh, Patrick Cantley did, and, and he's done it really well. He was really patient, didn't play any FedEx Cup events in the fall, and uh, but he came out storming uh, in January, and he finished off strong here. Uh, defending his BMW championship title. Uh, did it a lot with ball striking over the weekend. You think about the iron play on 
uh, Saturday. He was first in strokes gain approach, including that uh, tremendous hole-out eagle at 14. And then uh, in the end, you can hit it well, but you can also need some good bounces. That bounce on 17 uh, out of the rough into the fairway where he was able to make that final closing birdie uh, was huge. And the, the par at 18 out of the fairway bunker, he just looked uh, cool as ice, uh, just like we've nicknamed him. Yeah, so the reigning FedEx Cup champ's going to have a good chance to win another one next week in Atlanta. The other player who had a chance to win all day, Scott Stallings, it's been eight-plus years since he's won the PGA Tour. He'd never made it to the Tour Championship. And for him, second place, he'd love to have that win, but the consolation prize is he's headed to Atlanta for the first time ever, and uh, he's coming off a week. He played awfully well, just didn't get the win. He's got to hold his head up high. I mean, it's been a tremendous summer. Uh, switched irons there in the summer, back to old set irons that, that he used. He's given Hunter Stewart, his statistician, uh, a lot of uh, props for uh, his help over the, the course of the year. He says he's going to play a little more aggressive this year and stop being a top 100 guy and maybe be a top 30 guy. Well, uh, Scott Stallings, you're a top 30 guy. You're going to go into East Lake, the number 12 seed. You're going to head out there, uh, you know, and that's the starting strokes there with a three under par, uh, playing with a ton of confidence. Uh, he's had to go through a lot in the last decade uh, in terms of the sinus surgery, uh, succumb to sleep apnea, all of that stuff, the, the diet, the transformation of his body, and now the transformation of his game. Uh, it's paying off. What a, what a great performance to finish one shot back. And now, Mark, next week, uh, 30 players remain, but the top two are going to be Scotty Scheffler and Patrick Cantlay. 1-2 with Scheffler having a two-shot lead to start the Tour Championship. It seems only fitting, right, that, that uh, Scotty Scheffler should be there. He was number one for 23 weeks straight there. The four wins, uh, kind of hard to believe that he was a first-time winner this season. You know, he won back in January at the Waste Management Phoenix Open for his first ever. And, uh, you know, Patrick's going to be hungry. But I think Scotty Scheffler's going to be hungry as well uh, to kind of back up the, the year that it's been. Uh, the, what, what a tremendous year. Uh, why don't we finish it off with with that FedEx Cup? But then you've also got, of course, uh, Xander Shoffley, who's played such great golf at Eastlake, right there amongst them. So uh, it should be an entertaining time at Eastlake, as always. And Patrick Cantley, Matt, has a chance to do something no one's ever done in the FedEx Cup playoffs. That successfully defend the FedEx Cup. He's going to have a chance to be the first player ever to go back-to-back, but he's got work to do. He's going to start the week two shots behind world number one in the FedEx leader, Scotty Scheffler, when they start next week in Atlanta at the Tour Championship. Gents, thank you very much. We are very much looking forward to your coverage of the same. I can tell you, and I've told you guys many times before, I actually listen to PGA Tour radio when I'm over here in Ireland. If you listen to it on the PGA Tour app or on PGATour.com, it's free and it works all over the world, including in North America, or if you subscribe to the National Satellite Service Sirius XM. Now, to the way that it will start for the FedEx Cup playoffs, you can see that it, the way it ended at the BMW Championship. For the FedEx Cup playoffs tour championship, the way that it's going to conclude, this graphic will show you exactly how the players will start. Yes, we've been doing this now for multiple years, and the reason why they're starting this way is so that it's easier for players and it's easier for people at home to know exactly what's going on. Scotty Scheffler leading the way will start on 10 under par. Patrick Cantlay will start at 8 under under par, two shots back. Will Zalatoris will be 7 under. 6 under will be Xander Shoffley. 5 under will be Sam Burns. 4 under will be uh, Smith, that's Cam Smith, Rory, Finau, Strakath, M. 
three under would be Rom, Stallings, JT, Young, and Fitzpatrick. Two under would be Homa, Hideki, Spieth, uh, Joaquin Neiman, and Victor Hovland. One under, nine shots back to start will be Morikawa, Horschel, Hoagie, Connors, Harmon, and then you can see at level par Lee, Poston, Thigala, Scott, and Wise. Very much looking forward to it all getting underway. But before it starts, that is the way that it is set up to begin. All right, as to our winner of the BMW Championship, Patrick Cantlay, obviously he was asked about, well, everything, including the fortuitous bounce and being asked this straight up. What's it like to be the first guy to defend an event in this modern FedEx Cup era? Yeah, definitely. I think every time, you know, I've tried to defend, I don't think I've been able to do it, but it's something that you definitely circle on your calendar. It's something you want to do. And these golf courses, like I said earlier this week, um, reminded me a lot of each other. And, um, you know, I was glad not to go six holes in a playoff today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in a really good spot. Um, It'll be a little different of a type of a challenge this year, obviously being two behind Scotty. Um, He's played a lot of great golf this year, so I expect the same. Uh, But it's a golf course I really like, and I'm looking forward to the challenge. Yeah, I'm glad to return the favor after Travelers. Um, You know, um, it's always fun being with Xander, and uh, we were paired together all four days this week. Um, And I think we fed off each other, but we both played really well. And it's obviously a really comfortable pairing for both of us. And, um, you know, I think we played Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday through Sunday together this week. So it was nice to spend time with one of my best buddies out here. Doug. Do you, do you realize that if Xander had made that putt, you would have gone to number one seat? And were you <laughs> – you probably didn't know that, did you? I didn't, no. You still like him? <laughs> Very much. Uh, I was rooting for him. <laughs> what did it do to you? When you, when you had a tough day in the final round at Travelers? Yeah, it stung. Um, that's nothing that you want to do ever. Um, and I've had a, a bunch of close Sundays this year, and not all of them have gone my way, opposed to last year at the end of the year where it felt like all the Sundays went my way. Um, and I think it just drives you to practice a little harder. And, um, you know, I've been playing great golf all year, so I knew that if I just kept knocking on the door and, and kept um, – you know, staying in a positive frame of mind and trusting myself that I'd knock off a few victories. I remember last year just trying to stay really in the moment uh, day after day and thinking that um, with that, you know, couple shots advantage, uh, depending on how you look at it, I'll be two behind this year, just trying to shoot under par every day and not lose sight of that. Um, And so I'll, I'll definitely draw on those memories from last year and... Um, try and stay as focused and in the moment as possible. How I feel about something doesn't necessarily affect my performance one way or the other. I try to be as um, objective as possible. And that tournament, especially with the staggered start, I think rewards somebody who doesn't lose sight of the fact that they're still playing a four-round golf tournament and they need to lay down the best 72-hole score possible. Um, and then, you know, you can start to look at the leaderboard on Sunday on the back nine. Um, but until then, you're just trying to shoot under par every day. And um, for me, you know, a mantra of mine last year was to stay in the moment. Good question. I would uh, maybe a tiger injury, you know. <laughs> uh, I expect uh, him to have almost every record, so it's kind of surprising even. I, I knew that, but surprising that he, he didn't ha- has never defended. Um, but I think, you know, with it being a year-long 
race. Um, you know, it's a difficult, it's a difficult, um, you know, goal to achieve because it's not just, you know, one tournament. You have to put yourself in position for the whole year, and then that week you have to perform as well. The thing I always remind myself of, uh, you know, when I finish second or, or I'm close is, you know, Jack Nicklaus had more seconds in majors than he had wins. And that stat will shock you considering he has the most majors ever. Um, no one would ever say he couldn't close or no one would say that he, you know, wilted under pressure. And yet he had more second places than, you know, anybody else. So with that being said, I think putting yourself in position is maybe the, maybe the, the thing that you can control in golf. You can't always control what other people around you do or where uh, you get the right bounce or the wrong bounce. But putting yourself in contention time after time after time, you know, the bounces are going to go your way and, and you'll get your fair share of wins. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, after his victory at the BMW Championship, you saw the graphic just a moment ago of where he will be starting for the Tour Championship coming up this week. All right, coming up in the Fairways of Life show, in just a moment, we're going to hear more from those who were in contention not only this week, but he who will start at 10 under par. Scotty Scheffler still ahead on the Fairways of Life show this morning. We are live here at Valley Bunyan, one of the game's great cathedrals for Lynx golf. We're actually in the lobby of Valley Bunyan. That is this special place. And rest assured, we'll talk a lot about Valley Bunyan. We may not get to a lot of it in today's show, but on our national show, which you can find in our affiliates uh, from around the country, we're going to go into it in depth, including some of the names, including Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy in just recent weeks that have played right here. It is that special. So too is your company on this Monday morning. Also, there is news about Tiger Woods in the, the new cycle coming up. He's on the front of a new uh, game, new-ish for him. It's been seven, eight, nine years since he's been on it, but we're going to get to that in just a moment. The President's Cup teams are locked down now for the automatic qualifiers. That took place at the conclusion of the BMW Championship. We'll get to that as we continue. I'll give you some air times and leaderboards and more coming up from around the world of golf. It all lies in store. It is presented by the PGA Store Superstore. You can go on to PGATourSuperstore.com and see the breadth and width of their full product line, and there are more than 50 massive stores spread out from coast to coast. But what I think makes them so special is that they're staffed by professionals vested in your best interest to make sure that when you leave the game, whether you wear it, whether you swing it, you will perform your very, very best. Stay with us. More live from Bally Bunyan after this. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery and visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. 
I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, senior tour. I've absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour B for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for checkup. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz have really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's a mic drop. Welcome back as we're broadcasting to you live from Bally Bunyan, Ireland. Uh, and this week doesn't end it for me. From here, I'm going to head back up to Lahinch again. Uh, and then from there, flying into New York and hosting uh, Golf Today and Golf Central. So it'll be a while before I find my own bed. But I'm certainly enjoying this tour. Really have had a great deal of fun uh, taking a part of all of it. And really, I, I remember this trip. This part of the trip, my wife Donna's been with me all the way through, and one of my sisters, my sister Joan, has been with me, and her husband Mark, and we started in Dublin, then we went down to Tralee, and we've toured all over the country, uh, then from there we went to Lahinch, and we shot the segments up in Lahinch that will be part of that national show that I keep talking about, it was going to be on this coming Saturday, but again, in honor of Tom Weisskopf, we're going to push it off for another week, and we're going to feature this weekend the interview that we did with Tom Weisskopf, and then with our trip, we came here to Bally Bunyan for a few days, which has been wonderful. And then they fly home tomorrow, and I go back up to Lahinch, and we have the member guest tournament. I've got a, a buddy of mine, Billy, that will be flying in for that. So it's been just a fantastic time, a fantastic summer, and it's been really fun to be able to share it with all of you guys. If you log on to Ireland.com slash golf or just Ireland.com, you can find the link there, but Ireland.com. Um, in ireland.com slash golf, you can get the information on all of the wonderful offerings for golf that exist 
from coast to coast, from high and low here in Ireland. And it includes not only Lynx golf, it also includes some incredible Parkland golf courses as well, like uh, Adair Manor that's going to be hosting the Ryder Cup in just a few short years down the road. It was quite a week of golf, and we're going to be getting into that. You're going to be hearing from those who had an impact at the BMW Championship and certainly with the FedEx Cup playoffs in just a moment. But first, you heard me mention the passing of Tom Weiskopf at 79 years old. When we did the interview with Tom, and again, you can hear the entirety of the interview tomorrow, we think it was the last long-form interview that he ever conducted. Uh, I asked him about what was the greatest golf swing that he had ever seen. Remember, he had the chance to see players that were from a former golden era, not only his own, which would include Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas and Gary Player and more and more and more, but he had the chance to see the players that came before that of the likes of Snead and Byron Nelson and Ben Hogan. So I thought the question in his, in his intellect, in his answer, was fascinating. Hogan's contract was up with McGregor, and they said they proposed to him, but he had to play this ball. McGregor came out with a ball. He always played Titleist. And um, they said, every club will be made with your signature, Ben Hogan. Beautiful signature anyway, if you've ever seen it. You remember. It's very, it's very recognizable. Yeah. It's very cursive. And, and anyway... Uh, so we're going to take you out to the range and prove to you that we've made a golf ball that, compete, that can compete with Titleist. So they take him out. Every other three dozen McGregors were hit by him. Every other ball was a Titleist. So they would go out and they look at the spectrum. And they have all these balls charted. And you can see they gave him the chart. And you can see, Ben, that every all, all the McGregor balls compete at the length of the circle. Uh, with uh, distance. And uh, what do you have to say about that? And Hogan said, if I couldn't hit the ball straighter than that effing machine, I'd quit this game. <laughs> what, what he was talking about, they were hitting it at this flagstick, which was Iron Byron, uh, a, a machine that was made, they plugged this driver in and hit the driver at the flagstick out, yeah. out there. But the wind was blowing about 20 miles an hour right left across the range. So all the balls were 30 to 50 feet away on the left side of the pin. His comment was, if I couldn't hit the, and he's right, if they would have held the Olympics and he would have gone through all 14 clubs, that make it pitching the ball, unbelievable pitcher and sand play and chip and runs. And, but... He excelled because his trajectory was so consistent and the distance control was unbelievable. And uh, it's a great story. If I couldn't hit it better than that machine, I'd quit. You know, and he went on and he, you know the story then, 53, he wins the Masters, the Open, U.S. Open, <laughs> and uh, the British Open. And he didn't compete in the PGA. Because every, the only way to get to England was by boat, yeah. and he didn't—he didn't think he had enough time to prepare for the PGA Championship. But still, today, the greatest strike of a golf ball, bar none, I've ever seen, and uh, it was phenomenal to watch him. 
the amazing uh, Tom Weiskopf, rest in peace. Uh, I had a chance to work with Tom Weiskopf when we were both doing broadcasts uh, with ESPN uh, back in the day. And, you know, for all the things that people remember about Tom Weiskopf, he, he obviously was very strong in his opinion, and rightfully so, because he had the right to make the comments that he made. I found him always to be an incredible gentleman. And I think when you see tomorrow... Uh, as we air that full interview, or if you catch it on our national broadcast this weekend, I would guess that you're going to come to the same conclusion. So uh, thank you uh, certainly to Tom Watson for everything that he, or to, to Tom Weiskopf, sorry, uh, that he, for everything that he has meant to the game of golf. And you'll be able to see it uh, again in its full length uh, tomorrow and also on the weekend broadcast show. So you just heard from Patrick Cantlay, who was the first to defend a FedEx Cup event in the modern era of the FedEx Cup playoffs. He ended up finishing one stroke in front of Scott Stallings. And yes, he definitely got and took advantage of a favorable bounce there on 17, but that happens in golf. It could have happened in the first round and maybe for some reason we didn't even know about it. It just seems more acute when it takes place at the end. But for Scott Stallings in that final round, he certainly had his chances. He missed four birdie putts that were well inside of 20 feet. However, there is every reason to look at him finishing second in this one and go, you know what? This was really, as yet, it was still one more event to go, a great season for Scott Stallings. Man, we read it <laughs> exactly. It did what exactly we thought it was going to do. It just did it behind the hole. <laughs> Man, I, I hit a great putt on 17 and a great putt on 18, exactly where we read it. Uh, just kind of a later break, and, you know, I was thrilled with the way I put myself in position, you know, was, you know after I, you know, kind of a weird three putt on 13, and I had a lot of good birdie looks coming in and a lot of really good shots coming down the stretch um, in a situation that I really hadn't been in at, to this level in a long time and was thrilled with the way I kind of handled it all. I was very happy, you know, it had a great game plan and, you know, kind of all week and was to say you want them over again would probably be, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but I mean, I would have hit the exact same putt in the moment. We like the ball rolled into Wren, ended up right behind the hole on 17 and 18. There's not really much else you can do. So, uh, you know, thrilled for the opportunity to go excited to go see my kids and my wife uh, here in just a little bit. And, uh, head down to Atlanta at some point tomorrow. That was the biggest goal of the year. Uh, I had a very in-depth conversation with all the guys I work with uh, in Napa and to figure out what it was going to take, some tweaks in my game and you know, to, to do the things I need to do to, to play at this level, to compete with the best players in the world and make it to East Lake and was better late than never, I guess. <laughs> but uh, uh Super excited the way that John and I kind of handled ourselves and kind of knew what we were dealing with coming down the stretch and uh, excited for next week for sure. But we're definitely going to celebrate tonight. Really happy and proud for Scott Stallings. Of course, next week that he's referring to that was recorded yesterday is this week, the Tour Championship coming up this week. And in just a moment, we're going to give you air times of the Tour Championship. I also want to talk about the President's Cup because the teams, the automatic qualifiers are locked down on both the U.S. side and on the international side. But first, he who will start at 10 under with a two-shot advantage this week will be none other than Scotty Scheffler, who before he was asked about the prominent position that he has earned, he was asked about the week that was. I think overall a pretty solid week. I made some silly mistakes here and there throughout the week that probably cost me the tournament, but 
overall, I'm pleased with how I played. It's definitely good momentum going into the next week. Yeah, I think so. Last week, like I said, I just had one really weird day. Outside of that, if that was a four-day event, I think I would have continued to move up the leaderboard. But um, overall, I'm pleased with how I played this week. Obviously, I would have liked to have had a few shots back today. But ultimately, with I didn't play my best golf today. And I was still able to give myself a chance there coming down the stretch. And it would have been a little different story if I could hit the fairway on 17 or 18 and give myself some better opportunities. But overall, still a solid week. Yeah, just same as every other week. Just go out there and try and do my best. This is the only week ever, uh, of the year where you actually get strokes on the field, but I think I'll be best suited if I kind of just ignore that and just go out there and put my game and do my best. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Eastlake, is, it's a great golf course. It's, it's, uh, it's challenging in spots. You can get it in some spots. And um, I think it's kind of one of those places where if you're playing really well, it can kind of open up for you. you. You usually see a couple really low rounds a day there, and then you'll see some guys struggle as well. And so I think it's a, it's a pretty good test next week. Now, for Adam Scott, he finished in a tie for fifth last week. He finished in a tie for fifth yesterday. He has earned his way into the Tour Championship. Here was the reflections of Adam Scott. It's really good. I guess that's the beauty of the FedEx playoffs, the way they are. You can scratch it around a lot for the year and have a couple good weeks and get heavily rewarded by getting to Eastlake and and being in that top 30 and all the perks that come with it. Um, you know, f- this this week was a great event and, you know, I felt like I played some really good golf. Today was a bit of a struggle, but still managed to have a decent score. What's tricky is when <laughs> the tournament kind of is out of reach with two to go, when my putt doesn't go in on 17, it's really not going to happen for me. They're not going to come back to 12 and... Uh, and um, but still kind of nervous playing the last because not knowing is is weird. <laughs> yeah, so especially when you're baseball swinging a sandwich from 130 <laughs> or something. This week I felt like I played like really high quality golf. Like you know I was out there with Scotty Scheffler yesterday, who's obviously played incredible this year, and you know I felt like I was playing at that high high level again and I haven't been in so many of those situations this year but you know I felt like my game stacked up and I felt like a top player so you know hopefully stuff to build on this week and go go for it next week with really nothing to lose and uh, you know head into the next season full of confidence and hopefully you know keep my head in this place where I feel like I'm one of the best players out here. It's interesting because my mind goes back to an interview I conducted with with Adam Scott. Uh, he was at home with his family in Europe, and it was he 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 had a I wouldn't guess how many days growth. I mean, with with Dom, it can be a day, but with Adam, it looked like it was about a week. And it was it was specked with gray hair, and and his it was you know his hair was asunder. And here's this guy that always looks like you know he, like he's coming off the. I know a, a magazine as a model or something, doesn't it? And so I was talking to him about kind of the status of his game and how he was feeling and what he's expecting and what he's hoping for. And he was talking about the season before him. That's what he was just reflecting on now to connect those two pieces together. Where he said, essentially what he said was he had to focus himself. He, he had to, he had to ask himself the question of how important it was and to do the best that he possibly could do. 
in order to perform. And one of the things that he talked about specifically was making it to the tour championship. And now here he is. You can see in the graphic that Andrew's put on the screen from 45th, he's made it to 29th. Aaron Wise went from 31 to 30. And you're going to hear from Aaron in just a second. There you can see at the top of that list from 46 to 12th, for Scott Stallings. And then, of course, where there are those that make it in, there are those that did not. J.J. Spawn, Tom Kim, uh, Davis Riley, and Kevin Kistner. But to one who did and Aaron Wise, uh, let's talk about so what it was like for him and just how stressful it is to get inside that number. Well, it wasn't stressful until about the last <laughs> three holes. Um, I looked up on 16 after I, went I made the double, and I saw I was projected 30th. And then I left about a 10-footer hanging on the edge. So I kind of assumed, honestly, that I had fallen out and that I needed to birdie 17 or 18 to get back in. Um, and then I hit a great fairway bunker shot in 18. We were walking up to the green, and my caddy, I looked at him, I go, I think we need birdie, right? And he's like, no, it, says, it still says 30. If you two-putt, I think you're in. And luckily, I was able to two-putt it and got in there, and they said I'm confirmed in the top 30, so I'm super excited. Yeah, very proud. You know, it's it's a tough thing to do out here. It's There's only 30 people that make it, and there's a lot of good players out here. So it's something that I really look forward to. Like I said, doing it without a win is even more special to me. Um, hopefully next week can be the win. I would take that as my first win for the year. So, But we'll see. You know, it's, it's a super special thing, and I feel like I've played really solid all year, and I'm just happy I didn't mess it up coming in there. All right, so we still coming up for in Fairways Live Show have for you air times for this week, and it's not only the Tour Championship. There are big events spread across tours all around the world, and we're going to be talking about those as the show continues. I still want to illustrate who those players are that have locked down automatic spots on their respective sides of the President's Cup, either Team USA or on the international side, give you an update of what's going on in the leaderboards from the golf that happened around the world, including the Tour Edge Champions Tour report. And I'm delighted to tell you uh, that our friend Paul Eels, that's been featured on this show many times, ended up finishing one shot back on the European Tour, uh, the champion, the Legends event on the European Tour, which happened to be held here in Ireland, up north in Donegal. I uh, finished just one shot back in a, in a tie for second. So really happy and really proud for Paul Eels because he's played so very, very well and still carries so much passion for the game of golf. So we have a lot to go through with you, including the fact, as I was hinting about earlier, Tiger Woods is on the front of a new video game we'll get to all of that as we continue but first do whizgolf.com is a great place to log on to because even if you're traveling around to wonderful places like we are here at the valley bunyan golf club you need to know your game so it can travel to different types of golf courses including links courses like right here if you log on to whizgolf.com you can see this new wearable technology that measures your golf swing in real time and space it's based on neuroscience and it will give you real-time feedback as well so that your real, your feel can be real for you as well. That means where your golf swing is on plane, where your golf swing is in terms of length and so much more. Big-name players have adopted this technology because there is nothing else like it. Check it out, thewizgolf.com. Stay with us. More coming up live from Valley Bunyan.
Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore created without the constraints of time or money PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today, and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know, PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana and Golf Week's best you can play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's best you can play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to Paradise. That on your television screen is the Bally Bunyan Golf Club. That is the old course. It is one of the great Lynx golf courses anywhere in the world, bar none. And that comes from really great authorities. I'm talking about the best players in the world, some of whom have recently played here in just recent weeks. Of course, Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods played here. Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns played here. Terrell Hatton came through a few weeks before them. He did it on his uh, bachelor party weekend. He just played golf through the southwest of Ireland. And to all reports and from all of these guys, they were really great. And, and everyone enjoyed having them out here, protected their privacy. But at the same time, the players had a chance to play a great golf course. Now, as to those players, namely 
I want to talk to you about Roy McIlroy and Tiger Woods in a second, because no doubt you've heard the reports that there was a closed doors meeting last week. And Rory described Tiger as the alpha in the room. What took place at this meeting? We're only now starting to hear some speculative reports concerning the same. They're talking about what they feel will be the future of the PGA Tour. I wouldn't say uh, in contrast to Liv, some are interpreting that, but I think at least in union with the fact that Liv Golf is out there. So what does this mean for the PGA Tour? Some people are calling Tiger Woods in this regard the player's commissioner uh, amongst other things. From what we understand, all things are on the table in terms of where the PGA Tour is going forward and how they want to structure the PGA Tour and what this means. There's talk about Tiger and Rory hosting more technology-based events earlier in the week. There's talk about the top 60 players getting together and playing perhaps a couple of times a month. Everything that I'm hearing so far about the things that are being discussed by these top players, I look upon as positive because I think from a fan's perspective, what do we want? We want to see the best players playing their best against each other. We want to see week in and week out opportunities for us to be entertained by the game of golf and inspired by what these great players are doing. So what we're hearing so far, well, again, it's coming in in bits and pieces, to me is all very, very encouraging because it could be a sign that the game of golf is continuing to evolve. And a large part of that evolution is making sure that we get to see the best players in the world in whatever forum you choose to consume them more often than not. All right, so in some of the things that we wanted to go over with you before we wrap up the program today, first of all, I want to talk about the President's Cup. The players are now locked down for the President's Cup on both Team USA and on the international team. First of all, the Team USA, number one is Scotty Shefflett, a 26-year-old with four PGA Tour wins. He will be a President's Cup rookie. Number two is Patrick Cantlay at 30 years old, an eight-time winner on the PGA Tour. You know that he just defended this past weekend, the first to do it, to defend a FedEx Cup playoff event. In his one President's Cup in 2019, he went 3-2-0. Number three is Xander Shoffley at 28 years old with seven tour wins. President's Cup record from 2019, three and two, very much uh, aided by the name that I just said before that. Number four will be Sam Burns, a 26-year-old that's now a four-time winner on the PGA Tour, will be a President's Cup rookie. Number five, Justin Thomas at 29, 15 PGA Tour wins. He has two President's Cups under his belt, 2017, 2019. His overall record, 6-2-2. Two, and two. Who could forget when he was matched up alongside of Tiger Woods? Number six, Tony Finau at age 32. He, too, a four-time winner on the PGA Tour. In 2019, his lone President's Cup appearance, he was 0-1-3. Something tells me that's going to flip this year. As to the international team, leading the international team, of course, number one will be Cameron Smith from Australia. The 29-year-old has six wins on the PGA Tour. He has one prior President's Cup to his credit in 2019, a 1-1-1 one, one, one 
record. Number two, Hideki Matsuyama of Japan, the 30-year-old, has eight wins on the PGA Tour. He's been in four President's Cup. He has a record of six, seven, and four. Number three will be Sun J.M. from South Carolina, or South Korea, sorry, at age 24, a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. In 2019, he had his debut at the President's Cup, 3-1-1. One, one. His record, pretty impressive when it was a losing effort. Number four, Joaquin Neiman from Chile at 23 years old. Two wins to his credit on the PGA Tour and one President's Cup in 2019, 0-3-1. A Tom Kim, uh, who you guys were introduced to recently. South Korea is his home country, only age 20. One win on the PGA Tour, of course, a rookie this year on the President's Cup. Number six will be Corey Connors from Canada at age 30, a one-time winner on the PGA Tour. He, too, will be a rookie for the President's Cup. Number seven will be Adam Scott from Australia. He is 42 years old, a 14-time winner on the PGA Tour. He's been in nine President's Cup, 16 22 in six, his overall record. And then Mito Pereira, also from Chile, age 27. He has no wins yet on the PGA Tour. He certainly has been knocking on the door and been very impressive. He will, of course, be a rookie coming up for Trevor Immelman's team. Of course, we'll be watching for captain's picks coming up for from both Trevor Immelman and, of course, Davis Love the third. All right, so I wanted to play you, uh, just for a quick break here, another clip from... Tom Weiskopf. We're going to feature the entire interview with Tom Weiskopf on tomorrow's show on Tuesday and Fairways of Life on the digital streaming side and also our national broadcast on Saturday. You remember that Tom Weiskopf, who rightfully so, is very proud and uh, was very excited and happy about his career as a golf course architect. In fact, he literally worked up until his final day. Some of his courses that stand out on this side of the pond, La Coloman, others, La Quintera, uh, Silverleaf, uh, Spanish Peaks, Big Sky, TPC, Craig Ranch, and more. And I asked uh, Tom what it was about his golf course design that was unique. Well, I would say minimalistic. Keep the penalties on the sides of the greens and provide a, a, a safe haven for a uh, an out. You know what I mean by that? You know, if you have water on the left, you know, you have a chance to miss it to the right, you can still recover. Keep the openings open like links golf. Allow the player who's never going to bounce the ball and play a, a run-up shot unless he's playing, you know, in uh, Scotland or Ireland or England. Mm-hmm. Uh, but leave the, leave the opening. You know, it's a game of misses. Who can miss it the best, basically? Uh, I got the idea of the drivable. I've done 75 golf courses, Matt, and uh, we have two under construction right now. And uh, Brilliant. I got the idea of the drivable Ford. It, it's the flavor of the month now. You know, I've put at least <laughs> one on every one of my golf courses, and five of them have two, one on the front, one on the back. And Loch Lomond, the ninth hole, is a drivable, and then the 14th on the backside is a drivable. Under the, the for the guys that can hit it as far as they hit it today, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I I like to put a lot of risk reward in a, in a in a golf course. I don't believe in these uh, extremely severe greens because they it's out of our, it's out of our control. Then if we give them this nice golf course and the greens are real severe and they cut them 
for speeds of 12 to 13 to 14, you know, nobody can, nobody's going to enjoy something like that. I basically like, uh, you know, four good par threes, four good fives, and, and 10 good fours where at least one of them is driving. Classic stuff from Tom Weisskopf. Rest in peace, my friend. We will feature him in the entirety of tomorrow's show as well as on our national show coming up this weekend. As to what took place in the weekend that was, there was golf concluding from all over the world. Nellie Korda in the winner's circle for the first time in 2022. Remember, she had the blood clot in her left arm that she was dealing with over the course of months earlier in the season. The one that she had to overtake for that victory was her sister, Jessica. And this, our Tour Edge Champions Tour report. Congratulations to Padraig Harrington winning the Dicks Open as well. Uh, he did it at 16 under par. It was a three-shot victory for Padraig Harrington. We've been talking all day about what Patrick Cantlay was able to do. And two, congratulations to Sam Bennett on his victory at the U.S. Amateur over Ben Carr. An incredible story, really, for both of these players. Sam Bennett lost his father at 53 years old to the, the early onset of Alzheimer's. And his, his last advice, and I'm paraphrasing, which uh, Sam has tattooed in, in his left inside his left wrist was don't wait to do what you want to do. And again, I paraphrase that quote. Uh, Sam was able to do what he wanted to do this weekend. And he was playing against Ben Carr. And ironically, Ben Carr also lost his dad at 52 years old. It was a battle between those two right down to the finish. And it was pure class by both players and extremely, extremely well done. Now, you guys heard me mention a couple times today about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is back on the cover of a game, and it's the first time that he's been on the cover since 2013. This was actually the tweet that Tiger sent out. Excited and honored to be on the, the cover athlete for PGA Tour 2K23. More to come on 822 at PGA Tour 2K. Hashtag more golf more game, and you heard me saying that it was a video game, which I'm sure dates me because I don't think that's how they refer to them nowadays. As to the golf that will be coming up this week, this is where you can find your coverage of golf from all over the globe coming up this week. Let's start with the Tour Championship. First of all, Thursday and Friday from 1 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday from 1 p.m. on Golf Channel, and 2.30 p.m. on NBC. Sunday from noontime on Golf Channel, and 1.30 p.m. it will be on NBC. PGA Tour live with the four different feeds that is featured on ESPN Plus, Thursday and Friday from 11.30 a.m., Saturday at 12.30, and then Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Once again, PGA Tour Radio, you heard Earl Forsey and Mark was on with us earlier. Thursday and Friday from noontime, uh, Saturday at 2 p.m., Sunday at 1 p.m. And again, all the times that I'm giving you are Eastern time in the United States. The LPGA Tour, the CP Women's Open, which is actually the Women's Canadian Open, on Thursday and Friday, the coverage will start at 9.30 a.m. 2.30 p.m. at Saturday. That will be on Golf Channel. Then Sunday again at 1.30 p.m. You can find the coverage on CBS. The Corn Ferry Tours Nationwide Children's Hospital Championship. Remember, this is week two of the uh, Corn Ferry Tour Finals. This is a big week 
uh, Thursday and Friday at 7 and 9 p.m. respectively, and those two times in Golf Channel. Saturday at 5.30 p.m., Sunday at 1.30 p.m. will be the airtime. And then again, this uh, airtime is presented by Tour Edge, the PGA Tour champions, the Alley Challenge, Friday at 7 p.m. on Golf Channel, Saturday at 8.30 p.m., and then Sunday at 4 p.m. is when you can find your golf coverage. I know I gave you a lot of information there on where you can find your coverage throughout the world coming up in the days that lie in store. I hope the days that lie in store are good ones for you. I will be continuing our tour through Ireland, going back up to Lahinch from here for the member guests. But today, it will be this course that we will be taking on once again, the old course at Bally Bunyan, one of the game's great Lynx cathedrals. We cannot wait to share the experience. Tomorrow, we will be sharing with you once again the interview that we conducted with Tom Weiskopf. We believe it was the last long-form interview that the man ever conducted, and he was so gracious in such a gentleman. I think you will find it, if you haven't seen it, to be fascinating. And if you've seen it previously, your reaction will be just like my reaction has been, where I hear him speak once more, and I go, wow, what a gift he was to the game of golf. Until we are together again, folks, be well. Thank you for your company, and goodbye for now.